Screenless. Welcome to another Creative Cuppa. Actually, although this is Season 2, Episode 2, overall, it's the 40th episode, which I'm really pleased about. I thought for Season 2, it would be nice to widen the radius a little bit, so expect to hear a few more international guests this year. When I log into the podcast host, I see stats and uh, details about how everything is going. It seems I have listeners across the pond in the US of A. I'm now waving like an idiot, as if you can see me thousands of miles away, when in fact, no one can see me at all. Anyway, hello to all of my listeners, wherever you are, do get in touch, I'll let you know how in a bit. This week's guest lives and works in South Carolina. She, well, I'll let her tell you what she does. For me, it was really interesting to chat with a guest about doing something a little less obvious as a creative venture. So if you haven't made your cuppy yet, Now's the time to hit pause and pop the kettle on. Go on, I can wait. Okay, ready? Here we go. Jeannie Sullivan, professional coach and course designer. Welcome to Creative Cuppa. Thank you, Gareth. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me this morning. You're very welcome. So, Jeannie, on your website, it says, give me a whiteboard and your big dream and I'll give you a plan to make it come true. Your clients call you the idea fairy. How did you become an idea fairy? And (laughs) what actually does that mean in a practical sense? (laughs) Well, that's great. Um, I only realized uh, how magical that sounds as you were reading it back to me when I was actually writing it (laughs) for my website. It didn't sound nearly that magical inside my head. Um, But, you know, I am one of those people who has regularly for better or worse, enjoyed the space inside my own head, um, much more so than the outside world. And and given conversations and opportunities, there's a lot of times where I just go inside my head and I've actually never found myself without an idea. Um, they just come to me there. Um, it's just like the same as blowing bubbles. And the thing that lights me up more than anything else is to really be able to see the potential and the possibility and a reality in the things that other people believe are impossible as far as what they can create in their businesses, what they can create in their lives. Um, And so I truly do that as one of my absolute favorite things to do is to just listen and hear what it is that one of my clients wants to create, whether it's in their business or their life. And I challenge myself to come up with at least three viable options for making it a reality before the end of our session. That's amazing. And yes, it is magical. I mean, Idea Fairy, it does sound magical because creativity is magical, isn't it? Mm. You're creating something out of nothing. And um, creativity, the art of creating takes many forms and I can see how you need to be a creative person to do what you do how do you see creativity play a part in your work Mm. so it's really interesting for me I never I was an English major in college you know I love to read books and write papers and that was much easier than multiple choice tests for me which is kind of how I went down this path and I never um, really thought of 
business as a creative endeavor. Um, I grew, I was raised by a college professor who thought, you know, the only way is academia um, and never encouraged us to go into business. And so it was with um, a little bit of my head sunk down that I went into corporate America and spent several years there, probably 12 years there before um, stepping out of corporate America and starting my own business. And it just unleashed creativity that I didn't even know that I had from writing my copy and, um, you know, dabbling in creative design and working with my clients to cultivate these ideas and something that really inspired me and that I've hung on to and, and continue to develop and and dig deeper into is having a business is a creative expression in and of itself. And so even if your end product isn't um, the new album or a new painting or something that we traditionally think of as creative, if you are, from my perspective, creating from yourself, like if your business is a passion business, if it's from your heart, if it uh, taps into that unique genius that only you bring to the world, then it is a creative endeavor. Yeah. Well, it's wide open. And partly why I started this podcast in the first place is to find those common threads that go through all the different creative jobs. And I suppose it all comes back to what is creativity, isn't it? Mm. Um, I'm guessing it's creating something from nothing, realizing an idea. You know, yes. whether you're a photographer or help or a coach, it, you, know, <laughs> you are bringing something into being, I suppose, aren't you? Yes. And I think what I would add to that is also um, the possibility of taking something and making it better. Right, or, yeah. you know, my son is a aspiring musician and he's really searching to find his sound and he'll write a new song and then go back and listen to it and realize like, oh, no, that sounds like this artist or that artist. And so it takes a little while, right, to truly yeah. find your own original mode of expression. But even when you're just taking, I, I sort of have this idea, even though I consider myself the idea fairy, that maybe there really aren't any new ideas. There are just all these different manifestations of the ideas and, you know, an idea of a different color or an idea of a different note and pulling them all together again and putting your personal spin on it or point of view is creativity too, I believe. I think if we're, if as human beings, we're all unique, then I think there are original ideas, surely. Must be. Mm. Must be. <laughs> okay. Yes, I certainly yeah. won't take you to the debate table on it. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a. It's a. It is a rabbit hole, isn't it? You could go down. So, when you're with a client, you start with what you call a course design canvas, and uh, some people are terrified of having a blank canvas to work with. Are you the opposite? Are you, do you welcome that? Mm. I do welcome a blank page or a blank canvas. And one of the things that's really helpful is a lot of times when I'm working with uh, clients on the course development side, um, and they're looking to find what is their perfect topic or, or what do they want to create a course on, um, I encourage them to think about three questions. And one is, what is the thing that people come most often to you and ask for help? 
because that is often a strength or a skill that is so innate within you that you don't even notice it anymore. And then the second thing is to think back on your life and think about the different life lessons that you've learned that you wish someone had been able to either prepare you for that challenge or give you a heads up about that challenge. Um, That might be something that you would want to create a course about. And then the third area is really just like what has nothing to do with what you do in your professional life and is a hobby that you totally enjoy just geeking out about. Um, So there are lots of people who know tons of things about, you know, maybe there's a musician who really loves plants or there's a programmer who really loves uh, human design. So I think that that's always an option as well is to look at what are the things that you just can't get enough of yourself. You're probably an expert enough in that area. to create a course from there. So that's usually when people come and they say, I have no idea where to start. Those are my three go-to questions. (laughs) Do you have things that you geek out about? (laughs) Yes, I'm currently geeking out about baking. Um, That is one of the things that I did over the holidays on lockdown um, was just really diving into the kitchen and my sweet tooth. Um, I do geek out about human design. That is something that I'm just learning about. and can't get enough of it. I read books all the time and houseplants. <laughs> I have a new little family of houseplants in my actual office. Um, and yeah, I'm enjoying trying to keep them alive and reading everything I can. That's fantastic. So I'm a composer for TV. I make podcasts. I sometimes help people work through their podcast ideas. From your course notes, I'd say I'm a mixed media maverick. Uh, rather than a focused finisher or a workshop wonder. (laughs) What can I create a course on? Oh, okay. Well, there's so many. (laughs) I I instantly had like 10 ideas come in. Um, So as a person who would love to start a podcast of my own, I think that that is definitely an angle um, that you could go in. So one of the things that I do is when people are looking to create a course that actually enhances or supports their business, I ask them to think about who are the clients that come to you, the prospects, the people who really want to work with you, but for whatever reason, they don't have the budgets to really make it worthwhile to work with you. But you genuinely, you connect with them, you want to help them. But then at the end of the day, you know that in order for your business to prosper and go where you need to go financially, um, helping everyone who requests your services isn't always the best idea. So one of the things I would ask you is, are there people who want to work with you one-on-one, but uh, fall into that category? I always say that people, clients for a business either have more time than money or more money That's than time. Spot on. And yeah. if you can figure <laughs> if you can figure out a way to care for both of those categories of people, then I find that that it can be both fulfilling and financially rewarding. Wow. So do you have yeah. those kind of people? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does fall into that. And um, podcasting especially, it's either made by big companies or the people who are, have a day job and they're passionate about something and they want to put something together and, and pass on their knowledge. So yes, absolutely that. 
<laughs> yeah. And I think that um, from what I can tell, Gareth, you seem to be someone who is uh, dedicated to the creative side of things. And so I think for you um, really tapping into the idea that podcasting is a creative expression and you don't have to have a business reason for starting yeah. a podcast, right? You don't, it doesn't have to be about the monetary gain, um, although that can come along, but really focusing in on those people who are feeling inspired and really want to dive into this channel for their creative expression. Mm. Um, as you said, like while they have a day job, um, because a lot of the podcast training that I've seen and that's out there really focuses on how are you going to make money? How are you going to get the best next guest? You know, it's really results driven and outcomes are important. But when it comes to creativity, I find sometimes they can yeah. get in the way. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I, I should get you to invoice me. <laughs> set, set me on a path there. Just let me take your course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just thought, sorry to put you on the spot like that, but I, I thought it was important to highlight actually how you go about things. And um, that's really wonderful. So, Jeannie, where can people find you online? So people can find me at JeannieSullivan.com and... I have also written a book recently. Oh. It's called Create a Course in 28 Days, and it's on Amazon. You can find it there. I really, what I want wanted to do was to provide people with a very simple framework to break it down into a step-by-step -step process so that you don't necessarily have to have an idea fairy in front of you, like <laughs> showing you the way. I've done my best to break this down into 28 days worth of simple steps that you can take to be able to create that course and launch your first course and really find the fulfillment that comes from knowing you have something to share with the world. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I will put that link in the show notes to the book as well as your website. Thank you. But for now, Jeannie Sullivan, thank you so much for joining me for a cuppa. Thank you, Gareth. Thanks again to Jeannie for her time. It's interesting, isn't it, how we perceive creativity. How do you define it? Let me know by sending me a message via www.creativecupper.uk or through any of the social medias using at ScreenlessPod. Also, if you like the tone of this podcast, come and meet other listeners on the Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, do show your gratitude by sharing it with your own networks of family, friends and colleagues. And a rating and review would be incredibly kind. Thank you very much. Until next time, thank you for joining me for a cover.